Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. The title is Expecting Loss. Yes. Am I good to go? Are we still rolling? Or are you starting this whole thing over? Okay. Well, welcome to the broadcast once again. This is Adalis, and you are listening to uh, the this podcast. <laughs> You know, hopefully you know what you're listening to because you clicked on it. So, come on, stop it. Why is everybody going after my gumballs? Why do you have my gumballs? I don't. I know you don't. I know you were looking for them, but then somebody shows up with my gumballs. These are, these are very not normal gumballs. Did you have some? They're the man of gumballs. They're the man. The man. It's like if you've ever had a fresh gumball, this is the freshest. Can you guys come over here and just try this gumball for me, these guys in the back? Let me just tell you about just this. Just real quick. I had gumballs. Let me see that. And they hurt your teeth. They hurt your jaw. After a couple of chews. You feel like it's going to lock. Can I interest anybody in a blue? blue. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. Here's blue. Take it and back. And the gum Can remains I interest anybody? soft. Oh, and a red. I'll take a red. Uh, here's a red. I want to see your reaction when you bite into it, though. I told you which hard. color. Oh. Which color? Green. Green. Green it is. That's what That's I have. Pleasant. You have to be on camera. Wait, I want to see your faces. Who makes them? Isn't mm-hmm. that? It's like no, It's like you just bite into Isn't a pillow. Like cents or like you've been sitting for years. Exactly. It's delightful. Where's it from? Um, Cracker Barrel. Mm. Of course. They're from Sahagian and Associates Inc. Oak Park, Illinois. A foot of bubble gum. No, they're so good. So I've been obsessed with bubble gums. I mean, um, the gumballs. And uh, I can't shake it. Like, I, yeah, it is. It's it's one of the cravings that I have, and it's really the only craving that I have. Gumballs. I just feel like gumballs all the time. Yeah, yeah. isn't it so good? It just doesn't really make sense. The only thing that I wish, I wish it was a fruity ones. Wouldn't it be amazing if these were like super like fruity tart? I feel like it wouldn't be the gum. Um, they're they're all different flavors. They really are. Yeah. Oh my god. Like white is different than blue, then orange, then green, then all of them. Try try another one. The try strawberry. Another. It's like strawberry. The red is strawberry. I think it's cherry. When you go out to get these and you pay 25 cents and you won't get that gum until like a year later. No, exactly. This is orange. That's the thing I enjoy. Yeah. I will take a blue. See, everybody's wow. now obsessed with these gumballs. And now I'm down. I'm dwindling down to nothing. I love gumballs. I don't know what's wrong with me. This is something. And then I got them at TJ Maxx and I put them in that bowl upstairs. Gross. In the kitchen. And it would like lock my jaw. Were, I would fight it through it though. Because I'm like, I want this gumball so bad. Like the red is amazing. The red is amazing. The red is amazing. White has a weird thing to it. White doesn't really have a flavor. It's almost like a Tic Tac. But no mint. You know what I mean? I don't even know what. 
what that is. Ashley Krenz went to high school with me. Everybody. What is that name? Pranuthi Mugalia. Mugala. Pranuthi. I like that. Um, oh, hi, Kenneth. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Okay, Hubba Bubba is also delicious gum. Especially grape. I got Jolly Rancher. Grape Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. Bubba. You said you were like, she is the <laughs> She thinks she's slick Rick trying to tell me a story to keep me. Um, Pranuthi is watching from uh, Helsinki. From seeing that she's getting another gumball. Give me, give me this. Have, have Ram open it up for you and you can take one more um, gumball. Camila Evangeline, one more gumball and that's it. I'm sorry that I have to correct my child on my podcast, but I, I, that happened. Yeah. Now sit down. Sit next to Rami. Thank you. Uh, how's the greatest guitar player in the world? Tim Adams. Welcome. Uh, Luke Brueger. Thank you for loving gumballs. They love you back. And I love you. That's Autumn. Autumn, oh, not Autumn. Luke. What did I say? Luke. I thought I said Autumn. You did it. I just read Brueger. Funny story. <clears throat> no, no. Funny, funny story. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there. Why? Down. Why? I left... Um, irresponsible my beautiful sig in a rental car (laughs) isn't that interesting uh we had taken a road trip on the weekend um and mags had a rental car and uh i didn't want to enter chocolate world with a gun so i'm pregnant beth can't you tell girl what's good (laughs) Um, so anyway, uh, Aunt Linda, listen to this. Um, so we go to um, Hershey Park and I tell Mags, I'm like, I can't bring this gun in because if there's like, you know, if they frisk me and something, it'll just get ugly. So you know what? Let me take my piece out. If you see any gun, uh, if you see any gumballs, click in the comments. She wants y'all to click in the comments for gumballs. I don't know what that means. So anyway, we're going to Hershey Park and I say, I can't bring this piece in. Let's just lock it in the glove compartment. So lo and behold, I knew I was going to forget it. I take out a clip. You know what I mean? Just in case, because Mags doesn't have her concealed weapon. If she gets pulled over, they search the car. There's a magazine and a weapon in the in the glove compartment. It can get a little screwy. So I took the um, ammunition off or the uh, clip out. And I left the, the, the gun in there, and uh, Prego Brain Adalis left it in there for three days. Well, lo and behold, Sunday morning comes up, and I realize, where is my piece? I usually have it strapped on me on a Sunday morning. I don't play. Uh, or I have it on my person. And so immediately I begin to pour sweat because I know that she has already exchanged this vehicle right i returned it she returned it already so she had returned a vehicle now three days since returning the vehicle and my piece is in that vehicle so i'm thinking rom someone is taking that vehicle through new york state lines and that's an automatic year in prison automatic no questions asked if they find a piece in your vehicle it's like three years 
it might even be they might have upped it to three years we're going somewhere with this because the podcast title is expecting loss it's expecting loss but i was i was this is not this is a yeah actually you were really so anyway um all of a sudden i i go downstairs to where the the nursery is with kids and and she's there with um isaac and i'm like dude please tell me you took my piece out of the glove compartment and she doesn't say no damaris she doesn't say no she left it there so i am now frantic i'm calling i'm i'm doing whatever it takes we show up to the airport and uh, we go in there. This guy gives me an email. I'm like, you, are, you, are, are you aware, sir, that I didn't leave a book? I didn't leave a charger. I left a firearm in the vehicle. And you're giving me an email. I need you to go back like, like it wasn't like processing. Like this wasn't like that big of a deal. When in reality, it is a big deal. Pastor Mike, I'm sorry that I have to say this. You would, you would be very disappointed in me. Um. So three days it took me to realize my piece is not on my body. And um, we get there. They give me an email. I immediately shoot an email, very extensive email, to uh, the lost and found guy. And uh, within the hour, Melissa, a sheriff responds. No, no, no. (laughs) Email. Now I take over. Oh, God. Because it was the longest weekend of my life. I really do apologize. This will never happen again. I've and learned my lesson. I'm just keeping it strapped. Hershey Park, any park, I'm just she doing it. She emails the rental car company. Then a state trooper calls my husband and leaves a voicemail. The husband. Abel has nothing to do with this. I know. I'm, I'm And very, they track down my silent. husband's number. Yes, Mike Childs. Very, you should be. Thank you. And you know what? Shame on me, too, for for locking up her piece and forgetting about it and literally throwing away the key. (laughs) But here's the thing. My rental agreement, my concealed weapons license is expired. And I knew that. So I, I don't actually carry a piece with me until I have to renew it this week. So my renewed. So I'm thinking title of this thing, expecting loss. It's this is a federal offense. They're going to tie the gun to me because I'm the the one whose car it is. That's right. Yes. So who are they to believe? Are they really going to believe that it's somebody else's sister? Yeah. Somebody else's gun. So I'm thinking this whole entire time I'm doomed. I am doomed. And so I called Adalis almost immediately and I said, you need to get here right now because I'm at I'm sure that they're going to want to um, book and arrest us. (laughs) So. I call the police officer right back, um, and he says, starts asking, grilling me. He is mad, mad. And so I'm answering in my best military voice. I mean, I'm trying to like, well, sir, uh, it's not my my piece. My This is not my weapon. My sister and I went to Hershey Park, and we went on a road trip, and I tried to explain the whole scenario. And then he says, what's your sister's name? And I'm like, Adalis, A-D-A-L-I-S. And then he's like, Shuttlesworth. And I'm like, yes. And he was like, oh, okay, excellent. Can you be here in the next 30 minutes? Weird, right? So I'm like, dude, this dude is doing like research, background research. How did he know? I didn't even say her last, A-D-A-L-I-S, Shuttlesworth. Yeah. 
So I'm like, yes, sir. So Adolf comes. Camila is, we were supposed to get ice cream that day. Camila is in her ensemble, ice cream ensemble. And I rip Camila out of her. Yeah, so I'm as cool as a cucumber. Like, I have my concealed weapons permit. Like, no I'm an NRA deal. My member, lifetime member. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm all right. Like, I know, like, what's up? I just simply, it was a mistake. I simply forgot the gun in the car. And, uh, you know, what I was really uh, concerned with was making sure that it was still in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like, and it didn't cross over because there's even parts of Philadelphia where it's not legal for right, you to yeah, cross in there. it's true. So um, I just was c- more concerned for the driver of that vehicle. Meanwhile, I was concerned for my life. And Meanwhile, I was making plans in my mind this to go to girl, jail. <laughs> this girl. I. Yeah, went, tell him. Tell you changed your outfit. Changed, to to a, all to of my jewelry house outfit. Took all my jewelry off. She had white, comfortable jeans, Ugg boots, uh, coat, the works. Yeah. Like jewelry off. I was like, no, I'm going to get That's why when I looked at you, I'm like, why is she ready for bed? I am a felon. I was legitimately expecting to get arrested. I knew when you pulled Camila out of my car that you thought that was serious. It was immediately going to be handcuffed. So I looked at you and I was like, is this really, did she really need to stay with Abel? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Like, I'm just going to go like, well, pick you it know, up. In my mind, I didn't say it, but I was like, yeah, she no, needs to stay with she Abel. Because I don't want her it's to cry. interesting because. I don't want her to go into state custody. <laughs> because you never said it out of your mouth saying that you. But you outwardly. Were thinking, but I, I you were already it. making plans. Yeah, I thought I was going to be a felon. I thought I was going to spend the night in jail. And so, because here's the thing, like, you know, like. I just wanted to know what what was going like since I didn't have my concealed weapons license, you know, I could get into serious trouble. That's my car. Sure. So anywho, we get there and this giant state trooper heads Beautiful. towards us. We're Huge trying to rifle, look honestly. Right? He's Huge like rifle. he's like seven one, just four hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah. Strapped like that, that strap, that fully thing loaded buckle had or, like or 16 thing. guns definitely. on it, definitely. And then a Rambo a, a of giant sorts. rifle, just so he comes over with his hat down. You know, yeah. that state trooper hat, yeah, yes, yes. You can barely see his eyes, all you see is shadow and, and a big giant, like yeah. nose and face and mouth. And he heads o- over towards us, and I'm like, All right, this is it, they're gonna arrest us. I, I can't believe that I'm so getting arrested. Mind you, I'm, I don't know. I know that I have to go to the sheriff's department, but I didn't know that every airport has its own county jail in it. Yes. So uh, I didn't know where to look for that. I was just thinking that there's like an office for it. Like there is like in baggage claim. American Airlines has it, you know, an office mm-hmm. in baggage claim. So I'm looking there in, in baggage claim and I see this officer come and I go, I walk right up to him and I'm saying, I, I, mind um, you, uh, side note, side note to everybody listening. I actually said, Adalis, take off your coat. And tighten up that shirt to make sure that they know that you are pregnant. Yeah. You did say that. I did. I um, was. You were trying to really. I was expecting the worst. <laughs> you were trying to make sure that they had some type of sympathy or I don't know what it was. So anyway, I walk up to this guy and um, I'm telling him I'm looking for the sheriff's office. I said I did a huge mistake in leaving a firearm in a rental car. And he looked at me and just started laughing. And he said, uh, come with me. No, he said, that's you. Yes, that did happen. Yeah. And he says, oh, so that's you. And then he said, follow me. I'll show you where it's at. So he escorted us. Yeah. To and in the, in the meanwhile, I'm like, place. what a nice guy. He, he's, he's, he's bringing us I'm, to a private area to arrest us. <laughs> and he's saying, 
And he's legitimately, okay, Ashley? He's legitimately, um, I'm just talking. And we're just like, we're just having a good old time. I'm making him laugh and saying like, what a dumb mistake that was. And, and uh, you know, just whatever. What am I doing? <laughs> What am I doing? Meanwhile, you are 10 steps behind me speaking in tongues. (laughs) Having, I don't know what, I don't know. I mean, she was just so concerned that she just had to pray. It's not a spirit. You know, look at the climate of this this country. I'm literally like, what is up with you? And I, um, he takes us over. And before he takes, um, we, we open the door to go outside because it's outside. Like who knew? Um, he says, Oh, so you like cigs. And I'm like, he even knows that. So this is obviously the talk of the town that some idiot left a, a beautiful gun in a vehicle and they're wanting to know who it was. So anyway, I'm, I'm discussing this, um, via email and they're calling me, sir. Because obviously Adolis is like not a really a common name. So mm-hmm. it's like we don't really know what gender that is. Yeah. So they're they're thinking that it's like a dude probably. Right. Right. And then I enter into the premise with, you know, five months pregnant with you in tow. Yeah. And th- they just start laughing. And then uh, they're trying to like track like who I am and we can they're hear like them giggling. over the gla- glass. Yeah. They're like, oh, my gosh. And uh, he comes out. And I immediately apologize, like the actual sheriff that's dealing with this thing. And uh, they asked me for the two forms of ID. I give it to him and he says, this is serious, but it's not that serious. And I understood what he meant. Like this could have been a lot worse had it been in another vehicle. A criminal had rented that car, something. I mean, it would have all been tagged back to me. But because they caught it in time, it wasn't so big of a deal. You know what I mean? So he just said, don't do this again and i just continue to apologize and she was like oh you're just thank you i just appreciate it meanwhile i'm like yes sir <laughs> i have some it was I the dichotomy between the both of us it was just so- i was 100 in my mind i i was like all right anna could stay with guela for the first two weeks uh i'm probably gonna get 90 days um and so like that like that legit though don't ever do that again. That was stupid. That was so stupid. So anyway, so, so dumb, dumb. Autumn, you really provoked that. Hi, Jolie. I know. Sangana somos los dos. For absolutely. real, yo. What? Pero esta ma. Um, so anyway. She, uh, um, I have respect. I have nothing but respect for, you know. So anyway, needless to say. Being able to carry a weapon. That beautiful piece was given to uh, Jonathan by a wonderful pastor in... Um, a faraway place. And um, I had to call him up and say, listen, stupid me. So he's never going to give me another gun, probably. Mm-hmm. If he's smart. Moral of the story is. Don't expect loss. <laughs> don't expect loss. And uh, keep your gun on you at all times. Just forget about it. Yeah. Don't lock it away in your car, especially if it's a rental car. Don't do that. Just tuck it away always remember it be responsible safety first amen anyway we're talking about expecting loss i know i i had to go into all that um for no apparent reason just because some somebody like um you know the name came up but i didn't want to talk to you about 
at your expectation again and expecting loss, especially expecting loss. Um, I've heard too many times in Christianity of uh, we all have to kind of expect the storm. The storms will come and then afterwards, you know, then then God can show forth his glory. Right. And so I think it's trained the American church to have to expect a loss in order to gain something. OK, now now stay with me here. Uh, I also think that um, there's when things get really good. I heard this on the TV. Yeah. The other day, uh, I was just expecting something bad to happen because something really good happened yeah. or or things were going too good that I knew something. I was just bracing for impacts because I knew. Give me my gumballs. No, go. You knew what? Can I have another one. No. Um, because, um, I, I, I was expecting the loss because things were just too good. Things were just going too well for me at this point that I, I was, I, I knew. You're saying that you, that's how you felt. That's not how I felt. This is what I heard on TV. Mm-hmm. This is how the majority of people feel. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that this is the majority of how people feel because mm-hmm. things happen in their life that shouldn't really happen. And, and you wonder if that's an expectation, not yeah. always, but sometimes. No, I think, yeah. And I think you can eliminate that totally by quitting believing that. You know what I mean? Like, like you. No offense. But you weren't seriously expecting for us to be arrested. It didn't happen because somebody of faith came on board well, the scene and said, take it easy. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. The good thing about this podcast here is that I'm an open book and I might look perfect on the outside, but uh, I learn every day that I'm far from it. And so, um, yes, you have to operate in, in faith and every day it's a decision that you have to make or you run the risk of losing all your jewelry, throwing on some Uggs and expecting federal uh, sentence. Um, so, yeah, you're right. You do have to. It's something that you daily have to. In my mind, listen to me very carefully, which I feel like there's people out there that can say, yes, absolutely, we're praying for the Rivera family and Uncle Huang. Um, and so what, what I'm saying is when you have a, an expectation, let's say you have a personality like mine where I have to make sure that everything is accounted for. My expectation may not be that I was going to go to prison, but just in case, I wanted to just make sure that all my, my ducks in a row. See what I'm saying? Even the just so in case. Even is that so, doubt. And I feel that like, fear? and that's 100% true. Right. And so I feel like most people have that expectation, but it's not like an expectation of like, well, bad things are going to happen. It's just like brace for impact. wanting to get like everything prepared for the just in case. Right. And it's it's 100% like a lack of faith. It's either one way or it's not. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. It's either you have to be all in, 100% in, or not, or you're not. And so I can actually attest that, yes, I am a work in progress. Amen. Proverbs 10, 28 says, The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. So... I know we talked about the hope and the expectation and how it really like works in tandem. It works in sync, really, because hope is an expectation. 
And so it's used interchangeably here. The, the expectation of the righteous will be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. So we understand that there, whatever you expect to happen is eventually what's going to happen. And, and not always, but most of the time. And I think, um, especially if you're not a person of your word and you're not like consistently, um, claiming the opposite, because it's not just good enough to expect loss. It, you also have to do your part in, in confessing what you want to see. In the opposite realm, I know it's, it's, it's lots of us will, will say like, well, I, well, from here on out, I won't, I'll quit expecting loss, but you have to do something in, in its stead, which is expecting good things to follow you. So the Bible says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. These two things, this is one scripture. It's like my go-to because it's easy to understand that only goodness and mercy, anything that's pertaining to goodness and mercy can have an impact on me or, or, or the, those are the only things that are allowed to follow me, mm-hmm. not loss, not, uh, you know, tragedy. Uh, tragedy, not, not whatever. You know what? It's spit the gum out, Max. It's like so much gum. And no, you literally can't even breathe at this point. It's disgusting. Uh, so yeah, you have to expect something different, expect gain, expect, uh, uh, prosperity, expect blessing, expect, expect goodness, expect mercy. Cause until, until you do that, you just, what are you doing? You're up a Creek without a paddle. That's where you're what but it's true. I think that if you can live in a way that, you know, even if the storm comes, you don't even realize it. Until the storm is over. And you're like, wait, that was a little bit of a challenge. (sighs) Right. But see, this is why like that, that like, oh, you got to go through the storm and, uh, and then God's going to take you through it you, you, or, you know, it, it, whatever that, that thing is. If God something, he'll take you through it or something. Um, yeah, if he brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. Like, like God is the one that's actually bringing you to a storm and he's going to take you through it. Right. I mean, I think that that's, yeah. Mm, I think that you can get a little iffy there because then if you, if you begin to teach that concept, if you begin to teach that type of theology, then people are, are just, are, are just thinking that out of this storm is brought about in my life because God wants it there. And he's trying to show me a lesson when in reality, the Bible says that God doesn't tempt anybody. There might be different trials. There might be different tests. John 16, 33. Let's read it in the amplified. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace in the world. You have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished, my victory abiding. So this is a lot of the times the scripture where people will say, um, you're going to have, Jesus even said, you're going to have tribulations, you know? Yeah, you're going to have, the storms are going to come, just expect them. And so albeit, you know, yes, that's true. There's more to it. And that is... Be courageous, be confident, 
that, that, that boldness again. Be confident, be undaunted, and be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. Right. He took the hard part out. He gave you, he replaced that with joy, with right. peace. So, so with really, a sound mind. So honestly, any there, there can't battle, be, there any can't be a storm in storm, your life where you're not just happy. Storm. Or, or it doesn't even seem like a storm. You already you are the victor. You might be going through it, but yeah. you are already more than a conqueror. When you Christ know Jesus. that Jesus Christ said, my conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. How many storms, how many races can you run where you know that you're going to be the victor and you're stressed out about it? You're already the victor. I've already won. So if somebody said, okay, you're going in for the gold in uh, whatever the 100-yard dash. (laughs) I don't know. I don't follow the Olympics whatsoever. But let's say that's a thing, right? You got the gold. Right. It's yours. Are you going to worry about any competition? No, because you already know it's yours. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's already yours. So it's Right. So so you look at it with a you're different, already different a eyes. It's like, yeah. I'm already going to win this. It would be so like, this is yeah. going to be an easy it's thing for me. It's a fixed race. Exactly. But only the people who actually understand that they're winners or that, that it's a fixed race can rest and not have, like, sweat, sweat it out. Yeah. Or stre- stress okay, it out. Okay, the doctor said this, this, and this. But the it Bible says that I was I'm healed. Already, yeah, it's, this is a fixed game for me. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to uh, prosper you and never to harm you, plans to give you an expected end. So an expected end is just that. I expect for my end to be fruitful. I expect to see and to get to that end where I uh, God can look at me and say, well done, my good and, and faithful child. Yeah, Mike Childs actually brings up a good um, scripture. Second condominiums, four, four, three. <laughs> Don't you just Pastor Mike, hate that. Spell check, spell check, Pastor Mike. That spell check. What is second condominiums? Four, three. <laughs> Let me look up. Can, can you look up second condominiums? Yes. Uh, four, three. Um, I can read you a couple of other ones. Uh, Proverbs twenty three eighteen. For surely there is an end, and your expectation won't be cut off. Psalm sixty two five says, "My soul waits, thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him." If your expectation is not Ooh, from that's God, a good one. let me tell you what yeah. you are in for some heartache and trouble. Uh, you really do need, and this all gets, uh, th- this all, you know, comes in line with what we were talking about this morning. And this morning we were talking about knowing God, knowing him as your savior, savior, knowing him as your father, knowing him is what is the, the ticket to success in every realm of your life, because it's until you know him that you can figure out how he thinks, what he likes, what he doesn't like. And, uh, you can, uh, please him. Yeah. You can. Uh, and and all of these things and the Bible says if you if you obey my, my word yes. and you hearken to my word those who love me they obey my word so then you can begin to obey like uh, you know you, the, life isn't a hardship living a Christian life isn't something that's difficult because if you really know your father father God I'm talking about uh, if you really know him and you get to love him, then all of these things come out in the overflow and they're added to your life. That's why that scripture says, seek first the uh, uh, righteousness or the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added onto you. That means it's just a sweatless victory. The moment you uh, uh, focus in on developing your relationship with God, knowing him, 
Um, and, and knowing him is knowing his word and, and, and understanding that there are things in life that you can expect according to the word and the will of God. Yeah. And that's where that Psalm 62, five, uh, comes from. Wait thou only upon God for my ex, I, my soul waits thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. And I can tell you if your expectation is from the Lord, you'll always win. Second Corinthians four, three, this is pastor Mike Childs that um, brought this scripture to our attention. Cause if you, um, if, if you've not watched the podcast live, you can do so right on our Facebook revival today. Uh, but this is a great scripture. Second Corinthians four, um, starting in verse three, and this is the amplified. But even if our gospel is in some sense hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing among them. The God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light mm. of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Isn't that wild? Yes. So it's, it's basically like the only way that you could be a loser and not victorious is if your father is the devil and you don't really understand the victory. It's been, it's been closed off. You're, you're hidden. Those realities of the word of God are hidden from you. Right. And so if that's you, you need to, you know, be, be, let, let that, that veil be torn. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think, I mean, do you have to really like, um, is it that like cutthroat where it's like, if you're not, if you're not seeking after God, then you're seeking after the devil. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think so. But at the same time, like, it, the, I you think you have to be because of the lack of knowledge. Because that's not and an what excuse. what you don't know exactly. will definitely kill you. And I think that's it, that so many people have, like, used that as an excuse. Like, let's just stop, stop the crap and start being intentional about our relationships. Well, my marriage isn't working. When was the last time you took her out on a date? When was the last time you cooked a meal for him? Oh, a, a long time? Then quit your nonsense. Fact. You have to be intentional with your relationships. You have to be intentional with your relationship with the Lord, especially. So, yes, it, it is that cutthroat, I feel like. If you're not, like, actively pursuing the knowledge of God and, and knowing who he is and getting the, to that intimate, that quiet place with him, then you're choosing to be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant, y'all. Don't be ignorant. But there is certain things that you can do and it really does stem from developing your relationship with that person. Right. It always stems from a relationship. You have it to have a relationship. A, from knowing and loving a person. It's not good enough to just... go to church once or twice a week. Right. It's not good enough to even add onto that your your house of joy. You have to have a personal relationship with the Lord. Yeah. He needs to be the first thing you wake up and think about your, in the your, morning. Your schedule being filled up with Christian things to irrelevant. do is not relevant. Irrelevant to, the to this whole it thing. It isn't, and I can vouch for that. You can have a jam-packed yes. year. There's people that, that can work together. Right. In ministry and still hate each other's guts because they don't spend time, you know, being intentional, being, you know what I'm saying? Like serving or so it's just, it's, it's a heart condition. It's a heart condition. And it's an expectation. It's a love thing. condition. And that's where that expectation, if you know God, then you will expect only good things from him. Right, because How if you really world? start asking yourself, why do I have this expectation? Uh, so then you're like, wait a minute. There's some form of doubt that God can't come 100%, through. 100%. 
So then then you have to start like if you just quit the shenanigans and, and it's circumstantial and then start asking yourselves questions like, why am I behaving this way? Right. Why am I reacting to my circumstance this way? And how can I change it? Then things start changing. Like that, those are the questions that that will really, you know, uh, perpetuate like the, the growth in your life. You have to choose to say, you know what, regardless of the circumstances, what am I doing in in my marriage? What am I doing in my relationship with my children? What am I doing with my relationship with the Lord that is is uh, that that is basically triggering this block? Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Why am I reacting like this? When you answer that question with, well, maybe you need to get into your word. Maybe you need to start fasting and praying some. Then, you know, life becomes literally victory after victory. And you can't for if you really trust somebody and you love somebody, you're not expecting for them to do you any harm. Do right, you know what I mean? Right. Because you so know them like, better. Yes. Yeah, so you know even, them better. Even than if that. there is a trial, even if there is a storm, if if it's just you and that person, you're gonna get through it. You know what right. I mean? No, one hundred percent. Like it, it doesn't matter. There's no ill will or like ill intention that this person is gonna try to bring on me. And I think that that a message of you gotta go through the storm. And it's and 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 if he brought you to it, he'll take you through it. It's like he. D- d- but there's an advocate. Or um, I mean, there's an adversary. God is our advocate. But there's an adversary. And he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. Mm-hmm. So once you understand and, and uh, you know, and it's not that you're expecting, but you're aware. There's a difference. There's a difference between being aware and expecting loss. Yeah. There, there's, uh, and it's not being aware. It's not, I guess it wouldn't be aware. But I, I know what's after me. I know what's after my family. So it makes me be that more diligent about seeking the face of God, about staying in his word, because I know there's an active agent against my destiny. Right. 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 So in in that, I have to trust God all the more Mm -hmm. because he knows things that I don't know. Right. And so when I get up in the morning, I say, thank you, Father. Thank you for diffusing every attack. Thank you for frustrating every plan of, of the devil for my and my family's life. Thank you for those things. I know he comes through for me. So I don't necessarily have to expect loss yeah i'm aware of of the evil i'm aware of those things but then you you wore things out in the spirit so that you don't have to have a a a a, how does oh you depo say it i'm gonna mess it up uh he says if you sweat it out in the spirit you'll have sweatless victory in life yeah exactly something along those lines i made that up paraphrased it no that's good but um and and so you do there is 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 a certain fight at hand but it doesn't have to come in the form of loss or tragedy or sickness and disease which most people especially in north america they're trained to believe that okay this is something that just god is is bringing me through it he's bringing me through it you know he gave that i'm not sure why God allowed for this to happen. I'm not sure. And then it's just like a warped, messed up mentality yeah. because it's like a, a person that loves you wouldn't put those things on you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but but like the Bible says, and lots of people will say the the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Yes, but we have the victory. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's like that flat tire. I was thinking about it today and giving thanks to the Lord God Almighty. Give me a gumball now. 
Stop mm-hmm. eating my gumballs. Yeah, um, why one. is this like a thing that I have to like tell you? So uh, this is a pregnant woman's thing? cry. This is my one thing that I'm I'm pleased in. And you keep eating it right in front of me. If you guys want to send gumballs, um, oh my gosh, box, don't don't two five four Oakdale, Pennsylvania, one five zero seven one. Because this is gonna be. This is going to take me through April, May, June, July. Not this bunch. <laughs> I was being Not this afternoon. <laughs> nah. mm, green is delicious. Mm. It's lime. I thought it was watermelon. So, yeah. I don't mind it. Sweatless victory. Sweatless victory. You get a, fi- you get a flat tire. I got a flat tire. And I'm thinking to myself this morning, this could have crippled somebody. This could have crippled somebody's year. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I, I had, I, 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 you know, hit the daggone curb. It just popped out of nowhere. And, um, and I'm sitting there and I could have been angry. I could have been upset. I could have asked God why. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I love you. I prayed this morning. I did two broadcasts today. I'm 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 pregnant. I'm five months pregnant, and and Jonathan's out preaching the word of God. How could you allow this to happen? And if I understood, if if I if I like let that <clears throat> marinate, mm-hmm. I could have just followed through with it and been miserable, and would have cried myself to sleep that day. Right. But I didn't care because it's not that serious and there's a solution for it you know what i mean so it's not like that big of a deal but then the next day i had to replace the entire tire because it was such a bad tire it was irreplaceable or you couldn't fix it mm-hmm. you know um there was like a gash through the whole thing whatever so even that even even like what like uh seven years ago would have set us back because i had to pay five hundred dollars for brand new tires the crap ones um you know what i mean it's like it was no big deal. And like the next day, my car was running better than before. Yeah. Uh, be, uh, like the Lord took care of it. It was just like, thank you, Lord, that mm-hmm. I can actually, you know, have this, that I have the peace of mind to do this, that there's money in the bank so that I, I don't have to, you know, uh, sweat it out. I just I know that you have me so well taken care of. I don't have to like sweat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's too many people out there that like take every little thing as though it's an attack, mm-hmm. as though it's a, it's a storm that God is sending them to teach them a lesson. Yeah. There's three active agents okay. in life right now. Your will, mm-hmm. the will of the devil, and God's will. <laughs> I can't help it. This is delicious. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. And so sometimes you get a flat tire, not because you're not a tither, because I was. It's because I was careless. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really want to turn and tweak the wheel hard. I just wanted to get over. Mm-hmm. And, and I got lazy. Let's just be frank about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So it was whoopsie. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. But there's always a solution. Right. There's always a solution to whatever it is that you're going through mm-hmm. in life. And, and too many of us, we liken it to an attack of the devil or the work of, of God's hands, even when it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And it's crippling you. It's literally crippling your life. Yeah. You can't move forward because God, and and then I was listening to, um, this song. I won't play it because they're going to mute me. 
Um, but it's this, Nick. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's this song for um, children. And she talks about Job. She said, Job had a prosperous family. She talks like, Job had a prosperous family and lots of wealth. But one day, Job lost all of his family and everything he owned. Job was sad. And it was God that brought this. And God, uh, or Job said, uh, surely the Lord has get, get taken, given, given, and the Lord has, the taken, Lord away. has taken away. <clears throat> so Job learned through these hardships that God, you know, so, so she's telling my child. Mm-mm. Now I got to come out with a CD. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what, what's we taking will. me off. I, I, now I got to do this. I got to redo what these people are doing to just. So he's, she's saying, Job, um, you know, said the Lord is given and the Lord is taken away. But she didn't, what she forgot to mention was the chapters afterwards where God rebuked the heck out of Job for saying that Mm -hmm. and saying like, no, knock it off. There is an adversary, you idiot. And so um, we allow ourselves to think those things. We allow ourselves to be uh, uh, impacted by that, that it begins to play with us. It begins to fester, fester in here. All of a sudden, then you're confused. Wait a minute. I thought God was supposed to be on my side. And now he's not. He took away my child. He took away my finances. I'm broke. I ain't got nowhere to go. Uh, so-and-so died. This happened. And God is trying to teach me a lesson. You don't know who God is. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what the problem is. If you think that the storms in life are brought to you by the hand of God, you need to get in your word. You don't know who he is. You don't know. And it ultimately comes back to that knowing who God is. Because if you really knew, you would understand that he loves you and he has the best in store for me. Absolutely. For you and for me. So it's just getting out of that funk, getting out of that mental um, fatigue as to you, you know, this, why would God allow this? Why would this happen? You know, if God was so good, why did this happen? I'm a faithful tither. Why did this happen? Listen, after. Go back to the active agents. Maybe it was your mistake. Maybe you opened up that door. Let's get real. Let's get real mm-hmm. about the, this. Why does Agreed. it always have to be an attack? All of a sudden, these people that have been, uh, you know what, my, my, my daughter, she's now sexually active. She's a lesbian and this and the other. Why, why is that? Is, it, it could be an attack for sure. Or was it because you were working nine, nine to nine and there was nobody to raise the kid except uh, MTV? Do, do people even watch MTV anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's like you let them fend for themselves. They're alone. They have to raise themselves. And all of a sudden you're blaming every outside thing, including God, for what's happening in your family when you can just take the responsibility and say, I messed up. I never told you how important you were. I never told you how you were created to live, yeah. how, how God looks at you. I never told you that you were uh, fearfully and wonderfully made and that God has a wonderful plan and a, 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 you know, a will for your life. Let's, let's, you know, for a minute here, let's stop putting it all into the spiritual realm too. This is just a side note. And, and stop, stop pl- putting it out here for, you know, it, everything is spiritual. It's a spiritual. Ter- Let's get back to the drawing board and see where maybe I could have done something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe there was an element of that that I could have changed. Mm-hmm. And it's not to condemn you, but it's to let you know you have the capability of turning your life around. 
through the with the help of God and his word absolutely and his word you can align yourself up with his will so much so that you guys begin to be in unison mm-hmm so it's now no longer like the um, God's will, your will, and then man's will. Now your will is God's will, and now it's aligned to perfection. Right. Do you know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. nothing could ever possibly go wrong because you've aligned yourself up with his righteousness, Amen. with the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So all things will be added unto you, and that's the tweak that you have to make. And most people don't want to do it. No, it's true. It is absolutely so, true. Make that tweak. You can do it. Make the tweak. Make, make those choices. the tweak make and those make choices. the choices. To change it up in your life. Nobody's going to care more than you when it comes to your own that's, life. That's fact. Um, anyways, uh, that's it for today. Uh, I hope you got something out of it. I'm sorry about the rants in the beginning and the gumball stuff throughout uh, the whole thing. But I'm obsessed with gumballs right now. And I'm pregnant. So that's been my uh, go-to. This thing was full. I had a, it's 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 now about five inches of of uh, bubble gum, and when it used to be a foot. So I'd like for everybody who had a gumball to get me one of these, one entire package of these. Good, I'm glad it helped you, Joel. So um, anyway, that's it for us. If you have not registered for Radiance, please do so. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, the Mighty Series is available for your Easter orders. Okay, so put that in a basket. Put that, give that to your neighbor. You want to do something nice? Go ahead and put that book in a nice little basket. Do something nice for others and go buy that book. Esther. And so Melanie says, I'm craving gumballs now. It's really good. If you have a Cracker Barrel near you, this is where to get it. Anyway, um, so order your book, themightyseries.com. We're about to um, come out with a couple of new things. Um, and we're going to unveil in, in the few weeks to come. So uh, we love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Please share this thing, um, so this podcast thing. And we'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye.